0: Yeah, we're still uh, talking about the overcoming life. Now, unto the angel of the church in Titeria write, These things saith the Son of God, who had his eyes like unto a flame of fire. His feet are like fine brass. I know thy works and charity and service and faith, and thy patience and thy works, and the last be more than the first. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. Now, I do also know that there is this general feeling or thought that that women should not teach. Jesus was not complaining about the woman being a teacher. He was complaining about what she was teaching or he was against what she was teaching. Amen? All right. I says, and to seduce my servants to commit fornication and to, teach, and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. We have agreed uh, or said um, that God does not want us in sexual immorality or in eating things or being part of fellowship of sacrifices to other gods. Uh, if you t- going through the scriptures, came to the impression that it was okay, it's not okay. Jesus is making it clear here that it's not okay. Now, in the book of Acts, the apostles had already said that. You know, sometimes people, except they see an angel, or the master comes down himself to say something, they do not believe. Um, you need to do more than that. Praise the Lord Jesus because that was the problem that uh, uh, Thomas had. Thomas did most. He had this problem. Except I see, I will not believe. Hallelujah. Seeing is not believing. What you see, you do not have to believe. Because it's already there. Praise the Lord Jesus. He says, and I give her space to repent of her fornication, and she repented not. Behold, I will cast her into a bed, and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. And I will kill her children with death. And all the churches shall know that I am he which searcheth the reins and hearts, and I will give unto every one of you according to your works, your deeds, the kind of things that you have done upon the earth. It is vital that everyone um, bears fruit unto God. Amen? So you need to watch the kind of fruit that you're bearing. Praise the Lord Jesus. That's what he's talking about here. Do you, are your, did you bring your fruit to perfection? Whatever that you're doing for God, how is it? If God looks at it, how would it be? And that is vital. Praise the Lord Jesus. So that's what he's talking about here. That he will give every one of us according to our fruit. But unto you I say, and unto the rest in Titeras, many as have not this doctrine, which have not known the depths of Satan, as they speak, I will put upon you none other burden. Now let me say this, and that is the fact that he says that does not mean that everything we're doing is by our might, our own strength. No, he's talking about our labor in the grace of God. If you can't do the basic things, God won't give you grace for bigger things. Hallelujah. We're supposed to be doers of the word of God. People who obeyed God from our hearts and now continue in obeying him, continue to do the things that he said we should do. That we cannot do when we do not have grace. And grace comes when we receive Jesus Christ as Lord over our lives. Amen? The Bible says that grace might reign through the gift of righteousness unto eternal life. Amen? You receive Jesus and you receive a free gift of righteousness. On the strength of that or on the legal basis of that, God comes in and gives you power to live for him. That is grace. Now, he expects that you should get better by the day. And it's good to keep on empowering you because you're a new creature now. You don't have the nature of the devil anymore. You have the nature of Christ now. And so do, to do the things that are of God come natural to us. As you yield, as you hear the word of God and do what he says, is a step at a time. Now the enemy can't come and accuse you for not being perfect in all the realms, in all the things that you're doing because it's not by your works. In terms of it is not your works that make you righteous, that does not also mean that it is your evil works that make you righteous. The Bible says that he that doeth righteousness is righteous. Keep your eyes on the ball. The important thing is that God does not want to see sin continue. Remember that the reason why Jesus came was to take away sin. Hallelujah. Now, I don't want you putting your mind on the sin. That's what you're thinking about. Because you'll be falling into it like a pack of cats. The thing that is there is keep your heart and your mind on the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. But watch so that the enemy does not stick one on you, blindsiding you into believing that lawlessness is right now that you are in grace. Hallelujah. We are not under the law of Moses. We are under the grace of God, but subject to the law of Christ, which is love. Amen. Hallelujah. But that which you have already which you have already, hold fast till I come. He that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations. Keepeth my works. So it means that the works he's talking about us doing are things that Jesus already prepared for us to walk in. Things he told us to do. Go to the world, preach the gospel. That is his work. Amen. Now, he shall rule them with a rod of iron, as the vessels of a porter shall he, they be broken to Sheba's, even as I received of my father. And I will give him the morning star. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Now, there, there, the verse 26 is what I want us to, to, to look at. He that overcome it. He that overcome it. Which means that the The burden of overcoming is legally on us. The burden of overcoming is legally on us. Which means if anyone fails to continue to believe, God cannot be blamed for it. It is you and I's duty to continue to believe. If somebody comes as a Christian and says I, the person says they lost their faith, that is not God's fault. That is the person's fault because he already told us how faith comes. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 10. Verse 12 says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? How shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? How shall they hear without a preacher? So you need to be in church. How shall they preach except they be said, as it is written? How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah saith, Lord, who hath believed our report. So we are the ones who do the believing. God speaks his word. It is us who do the believing. Glory be to God. So that you don't blame anyone, but take full responsibility for, the, for your actions, for the things, the outcome of your life. The reason is because God has given us all things which pertain unto life and godliness. Hallelujah. So let's keep reading now. Verse 17. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if you stop hearing the word of God, you will stop believing and your faith will fail. Hallelujah. And you need to read the word of God. Study. We've talked about that, right? Study. To show yourself approved unto God. A walkman that had no need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Praise the Lord. Now, Jude chapter 1 verse 3. It says, beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you, verse 3 is what I'm reading. Chapter 1 verse 3. It says, write unto you of the common salvation, our collective salvation. That's what he's saying. It was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that, you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints you're not supposed to let it go you're supposed to fight for it hallelujah if somebody wants to steal your faith you say you cannot do it I will keep my faith in Christ hallelujah hallelujah this is what God expects Us to, expects Should be our attitude Not to fall over And say the devils have to be All day so you follow? No you're supposed to say Not on your, on your He's dead not on your death I will stop you in the name of Jesus Get out of my life Or out of my way Amen and he gave us Necessary tools To be able to do this Now people don't like this kind of Christianity, they like to just sit down, play dead, and let God do everything. God, warm my tea in the morning. God, brush my teeth in the morning. I give me a bath in the morning. You know, I'm always depending on you, you're, you're my everything. No. <laughs> you, you're, you're, you're mixing it up. Hallelujah. We're supposed to fight. We're supposed to fight. Once the promise that God gave us is still outstanding, the believer is supposed to fight. We're not supposed to just sit down and play dead. No. If everything is going wrong around you, you stand up and fight. Hallelujah. But what kind of fight are we supposed to fight? The good fight of faith. You can't just, you know, you go to the doctor and they give you a list of diseases. This is what is wrong with you. And then you come home dejected. And then you're telling God, God, they said that. Somebody said, you don't talk to God about the mountain. You talk to the mountain about your God. Hallelujah. That's what you ought to do. Amen. Amen. You need to fight. We're not supposed to allow the devil walk over us. Amen? Now, you're in a family, you find out that everything is going wrong, it's like they're jinxed. You're not supposed to go about complaining to everybody. I don't know why it's like this. You see? Everybody seems to have a good deal, except you. What are you telling? Content earnestly for the faith which has once and for all been delivered unto the saints. Hallelujah. In James chapter 4 verse 7 the Bible says submit yourselves therefore to God Resist the devil. Did he say fall over and let him walk over you? No, resist. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. You know, you know how babies resist when you want to give them a bath. You know, that is feeble, but you you can do better than that. You're not supposed to play dead. No, I start you know crying. And, and you, know, com- you know, mourning and complaining. You know, just murmuring and, you know, complaining about everybody but yourself. No. You're supposed to fight. Resist the devil. Resist him. And the Bible says he will flee from you. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. What is that? Be obedient to the word of God in the circumstance. Then resist the devil. And he will flee from you. This says, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh unto you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. So we submit ourselves to God. When the, we, how do you submit yourself to God? Listen this. There's, there's a crisis in the house. Things have happened. You know, you, 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 you seem not to know what to do with what has just happened. And, um, you know, because of that, you say, well... I ain't going to go to church today because uh, Johnny and I had a fight. And so um, it looks like I I don't want to be a hypocrite by going to church because, you know, people who have fights don't go to church. That's plain dead. You have just done exactly What the devil wanted you to do. You just played into his hands. He brought the fight to discourage you. But what do you do? You submit yourself to God. What is that? You say to yourself, I've missed it. Lord, forgive me. But I need to go and do, to go get strength. For my battle. So where am I headed? To church. For seek not the gathering of yourselves together as the manner of some ears. We're not supposed to just sit down and allow the adversary walk all over us. Hallelujah. In first, in first epistle of John chapter 2 verse 5 He says, but whoso keepeth his word, in him verily is the love of God perfected. Now, let's back up a little bit and let's go to verse um, 3. He said, and hereby we do know that we know him. If we keep his commandments, his instructions, if we keep the word of God, He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar. The truth is not in him. But whoso keepeth his word, in him verily is the love of God perfected. But whoso keepeth his word, verily, in him verily is the love of God perfected. So it's by doing God's word that his love is perfected in us. And perfect love Casted out fear The Lord says Do not forsake the gathering of ourselves At the manner of some ears So you say I'm going to be in church Why are you going to Why are you always going to church all the time You don't have other things to do And all of that In your heart You are listening to the word That person does not know what you are talking What you are thinking about You're not coming because of how you feel. You're coming because you are a doer of the word. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us in James chapter 1 and verse 22. It says, And be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. A translation says, deluding your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way, and straightway forgeteth what manner of the man he was. The wonderful thing here is that he says, whosoever, whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, which means that the word of God sets free. That's the law of free men. And continued therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, But a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. So if the things that I'm doing are not working, I need to find out we are missing it with God. What instruction of the word of God am I I missing out?